I love the sort of Star Wars games at the moment, like the Jedi Fallen Order and then Jedi Survivor. Problem I don't like is I finished them. I bet you never thought you'd say the sentence, I'm loving the Star Wars video games at the moment. Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. They're finally good again. Yeah. There have been three games that have come out in the last few years that I've enjoyed. There was Jedi Fallen Order, there was the mm-hmm. Star Wars X-Wing game, yep. and then there was Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Squadrons? And... Yeah, Squadrons, that was one. Mm. Mm. That was I never a... played that. It looked good, but I didn't play it. It was a good game, and it was 60 bucks. Like it yeah. wasn't like a hundred. I've heard it was a sixty dollar game. game though. Yes, but that's the thing I liked about it was they knew yeah. it was a sixty dollar game and released it, as and such. they charged they sixty dollars for it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It would have yeah. been upset if they charged a hundred dollars for it when it was a sixty. Yeah. Game. I mean, I hear you, I, but, but I mean, that's why I wouldn't pay a hundred dollars for Skyrim on the Switch, which is a hundred dollar game. But I've already bought it for a hundred dollars thrice already. R- yes. Yes. So. I- I, I waited until it was sixty dollars, and then I I bought it again. Yes, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's it's you just don't want to pay a hundred dollars for a game. So you finished Fallen Order already? Yes. Yeah. Oh wow! And I, is I it as good as the first game. one? Yes, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, because the first one was excellent. Dead set excellent. I think this one improves on something. Some things I didn't mm. quite like have changed some of the things, but one of the things the same as this time is lower the difficulty. I don't sure. understand yeah. why yeah. they're. I'll do that with every single game now. Yep. Well, what I'll do is I'd sort of up the difficulty when I'm just around exploring and doing... But the second I got to a boss fight, back down the story mode. Yeah. I don't want to spend hours upon hours trying to beat people. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't... I mean, not to to harp on about Skyrim for too long, but they've got survival mode now, which they never used to have. But it's like, Mm. why would I turn that on? Why would I ruin a perfectly good game of Skyrim by constantly having to eat and sleep? Well, that's how I remember when Fallout 3 came out, that they had survival mode there. And yeah. that's how I played it. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, was it New Vegas? One of them. You had to worry about eating and sleeping and your water consumption. Yeah. I don't have time for that now. No. I played through Disco Elysium on Nightmare Mode or whatever it's called, mm. just to see how difficult it was. Um and, it, and it doesn't, I mean, there's no enemies or anything in that game. It just makes yeah. it really difficult to actually play the game. You don't find money lying on the streets and things are a lot harder to discover. And it's probably a thing where you actually need to have played the game multiple times to know what yeah. things are. And they say that too. To be able to do yeah. It. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't do it first off and just go, oh, challenge. Because it comes down to what, what clothes you're wearing and things yeah. like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're wearing the wrong thing while you do karaoke, you're not gonna you're not gonna please that crowd. You know. Yeah. So yeah, that I think that's a little bit different. The last time I did that, I and I really nailed the karaoke. It was because I was wearing a um, a mesh like body shirt under yep. a silk Japanese kimono, and that was the combination. And for and for should... audiences who haven't played it. Clothes actually change your stats. Yes, mm. I I I play. I didn't play far enough to actually get up to a point where I had to change clothes. <laughs> yeah, I assume you found at least one of your shoes though, because there's one in the apartment where you wake up. I, I don't remember. I, I I think I got. Yeah, I think I got out of the 
rumor yeah. woke up and then stopped. Sure. There's a lot of you Halo... did, you did because I watched you. I watched you on Twitch actually play it, and yes. I think I watched you. Uh, I don't know if you died smashing into the woman in the wheelchair, but you you certainly you certainly bumped into her and, and caused a stir. Yeah, I did. I never died. I mm, just okay. lost interest in the game, which is a <laughs> shame because it would have been. But I just want an exploring game like Star Wars. Yeah. I've enjoyed. I want an Assassin's Creed where I can just. An open world, yeah. wander around, do collectibles. We must be due for an Assassin's Creed. But before we get off, before we move off Star Wars, <laughs> what what were the highlights? In the in the first one, the highlight for me was when you climb up that Atat walking through the swamp. Like that was, mm. oh, I can't believe I just said Atat. I'm disgusted in you. I, from from George Lucas's mouth, it's pronounced Atat, so I'm going with it. Um, you climb up so, that ATAT walking in the swamp, and that to me that was like the most Star Warsy thing that's ever occurred to me in my life. Were there moments like that in the second one? There wasn't anything quite like that. They did introduce a few new things, like the, you can ride animals now on some of the <laughs> okay. things to get around a bit faster. And one of the planets that's you cool. actually use an animal to jump a bit higher to get to places. It's a lot of puzzle stuff, mm. and but not difficult puzzles. What's the name of the the actor that they model? that character on oh i read an interview with him this week that he's got a strange career and i'm sure he's loving every minute of it but as an actor he's he, he's got a strange career of being the model mm. for um for, for animated cameron characters. riley monaghan monaghan that sounds about right yeah he was saying that he was once approached in a men's public bathroom by someone who goes Oh, I was staring at you and trying to recognize where I've seen you from, and I, I realized, um, are, are you the bad kid from Toy Story? <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and why are you here? We're in a men's bathroom. About, <laughs> yeah. yeah, suck me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Does maybe that's say- a code. Maybe going up to someone in a men's bathroom and saying, "Are you the bad boy from Toy Story?" The second you say someone approaches someone in a men's bathroom, I automatically think the story's going to go, and then he asks me to suck him off. Same. I um, I used to have this mobile phone that just had all these funny ringtones on it. Remember, I mean, I just have all of my noises off now on my phone. But remember, we used yes. to like pay for ringtones. You pay for ringtones, <laughs> and you yeah. pay for like message alerts. Now it's just yeah. all silent. Yeah. So at one point, I spent ninety nine cents on a <laughs> sound, right? Because I just thought that was that was cool. And um, how much until I for that? until I walked into the men's room, and as I was walking up behind someone, someone messaged me, and all this guy heard from the guy walking up behind him was, <laughs> and I was like, "No, nah, this is not good." <laughs> could have ended very badly, hmm. or could have been a very interesting time. Yeah, yeah, it could have been great. I could have, uh, you know, had new great new experiences. Yeah. Oh. We should we do something that we always forget to do? Oh, Matt's not here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a very... So this is a very rare episode. That's very yeah. often you only get the two of us. Yeah, it's true. And it's very rare that you get an acknowledgement of a missing co-host within the first 10 minutes. So yeah. I think we're off to a good start. Also, another milestone. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can't believe this, but this might be the first time ever that my beard is longer than your beard. I don't know how your beard is growing faster than mine. I had a little bit of a head start because I didn't shave on the day we shaved our heads. Listeners, oh, Luke right. came down to Sydney and we shaved our heads together. Mm-hmm. We shaved each other's heads, I suppose. Yes. Didn't we? Yeah. Um, and 
Have you? Are you keeping on shaving yours? I've been. I've no. been keeping mine pretty short since then. No, no, um, mine just hair doesn't grow very fast on the top of the head. My hair is grown fast most most places. Mm. Some places less than others, but uh, that's all right. That's that's but fine. No, that's I'm fine. I'm not trying to impress beard. anyone. I'm trying to. Yeah, I want my beard back. I need to, be able I, to stroke my beard. Yeah, it's actually my my beard is is irritating me at the moment. I'm trying to just resist the urge to shave it off because I know I'll just look like a child with no hair at all. Okay. So I will uh, send you a link after this. Mm-hmm. Put an order in, and it will help. Okay. I use some. I forget what it's called. It's a beard serum, and it does Ooh. help when you get okay. through that sort of itchy Ooh, okay. stage. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just I need it. Moisturize the skin and. Okay. Yeah, what, yeah. It doesn't take long. It only takes a little while, but yeah, yeah. that stage is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And not. I mean, like my yours grows from from the out from the outside point of view. Yours grows pretty consistently too. You can have a yeah. pretty nice short beard. With me, I've got to really let it grow in before it stops looking like I'm a homeless man. So, just to get rid of the, the, the patches that are just correct. a little bit yeah. slower. Yeah. Yeah. I've got essentially a beard comb over. So yeah. I've got to wait until there's really enough there. Yeah. Whereas I've got the opposite. I'm going for the comb over on the top of the head. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my beard's longer than, than uh, it's the first time my beard's been longer than yours, but it's definitely not the first time that my hair's been longer than yours because uh, you've frequently had long hair. I think if yeah. I've grown mine back, I, I want to grow it in quite considerably though, but we'll see. Yeah, but we'll see. like when you grow your hair, you get volume, like there, there's height to it. Yeah, there's, I don't think no I want that. This, isn't it? <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah, mind you, the worst part about my hair. Welcome to old, old, old mangasm. The <laughs> yeah. worst part of my hair is right at the back on the crown, where it kind of just spirals off in all directions. So I actually think if I started getting a bald spot right on the back there, which is the classic, classic men's bald spot area, I actually would be able to do a little bit more with my hair than I can currently do because it would get rid of that unwieldy section. Look, if you haven't started to get that bald spot yet, I think you, you, you're going to be fine for quite some yeah, time. I reckon yeah. too. Just the front, really. And it, to, to be honest, it, it kind of it went back this far when I was about 25 and then just stopped there. Just stopped, yeah. yeah. My, mine didn't. And also, I've got, the, I've got this like patch. There's like a little patch at the front of my head and then there's sort of nothing. <laughs> you should grow just that patch and <laughs> gel it. That... Yeah. <laughs> Just have a little unicorn front. Yeah, yeah. Do you you probably don't, but my daughter watches this show called Coco Melon, and the, the the main character is this little baby called JJ, and that's all he has is that little that little quiff at the front. So that okay. could be a good look for you too. No, no, I haven't seen that. And I also admit, I also didn't get around to watching the Bluey episodes I was meant no, to. And Hannah even reminded to. me this morning, and I <laughs> didn't. Uh, I think you were going to watch the wrong one too. If you're going to watch only one, there's probably better ones than the one that you decided to watch with the grandpa. Really. I, I mean that, that was an excellent one. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I, there's 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 a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good ones. I don't have um, time. They they last for like five minutes or something. Yeah, they're seven minutes long. Actually, there's one that's five minutes because they trimmed it because of peer pressure. So I think I mentioned on the podcast about two weeks ago a new episode. They're coming out week to week now on a Sunday, mm. and there was one that came out called Exercise, and it starts off band at the dad walks into the bathroom, stands on the scale, and goes, "Oh man." And then it cuts to the title. This episode is called Exercise. And it cuts to the backyard where he's exercising, right? And uh, they had a huge negative response from it where people saying, oh, he shouldn't be exercising just because he's overweight. Because apparently that's not a thing anymore. Um, And so now it just starts straight when he's just exercising. You don't see him 
actually look at his belly and decide that he needs a bit of exercise. See, this is the thing. Like, yes, he shouldn't be exercising just because he's overweight, but that can be the category for it. Also, (laughs) everyone should exercise, including overweight people. It's not saying overweight people are exempt from exercise. No, they should... Everyone should exercise, even if it's just walking. Yeah, and, and, and actually that's kind of the message of the of the episode is because he thinks he doesn't have time to, uh, to exercise because he's always playing with his kids and then they come and bother him while he's trying to exercise and he ends up chasing them around and in doing so having more exercise than he would have yeah. if, he'd, if he'd not played with them, right? So yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, exercise can be anything. It's a really yeah. positive message. And also, I've never felt quite so seen as when he walks into that bathroom, <laughs> looks in the mirror at his belly and goes... I better exercise. <laughs> but it's, it's the thing, like, yeah. So to me, that's sort of showing, like, yeah, you don't need to go to the gym to exercise. Yeah. It's not a thing. It, yeah. you, there are other ways to do it, and it can be fun. Yeah, people are people are having a real sook about stuff lately, aren't they? Yeah, a real sook. That's the way of the world. I, I say we hold off on one of the things for the after party because I'm still trying to get my head around it. So. We're just hinting at something sure. for people getting upset about stuff, and it's got to do with Cleopatra. Oh, sure, so yeah. Okay. Hang around for yeah. the after party. I thought, are that. you talking about cars, Hitler, or no, no, Cleopatra? <laughs> sure, Cleopatra. I mean, we can talk about something nice if you want. We can talk about Aubrey Plaza. I know you're a big fan of hers. We all should be a big fan of hers. Yeah, yeah. It's hard she not to seems, be. She seems nice. Does she? I think she seems completely unnice, but that's no, the no, appeal. No, no. No, I think that that's an act, though. That's yeah. I don't think be. that's true. I think she, to me, she seems like a nice person because even though she's done, it's like she's sort of a bit scary or whatever. <laughs> she's always come from a nice place with other people. Sure. So it's yeah. Uh... yeah. Now I don't actually think I've watched anything that she stars in, but I've seen her on enough episodes of Kimmel to feel I've got a bit of a feel for her, so See, to speak. Yeah, because I think. Her biggest thing has always been like Parks and Rec. Yeah, and I I, I missed that. I don't, I don't know how I missed that because I was I was into the office and, and and all of that around that time. I just it wasn't and on my a, radar, and I feel you can't really go back to it unless you've got some nostalgia for it now. Um, no, I think it still stands up, but I don't know because I've I've come from watching. Yeah, it, so it's got Nick Offerman in it too, right? Yes, because I'm a huge fan of him. Huge fan. Yep, and it doesn't have. It's not as I don't think it's it's not as cringy as The Office. Okay. All right, okay, okay. Same format, though, that kind of looking into the camera, pseudo-doco. They, they sort of lose that doco a bit more. Like, in right. the office, they keep coming back and referring to it a bit more, where if this, they just... They still talk to the camera, but they don't talk about a documentary or anything. Yeah, right. That I can right. remember. And they don't, okay. like, end it with, here's the documentary. <laughs> yeah, you've finally got enough footage that we can edit yeah. this documentary together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember when I was making a documentary on our history of making short films back in the 90s? I never yeah. got done. I never got no. finished. Got some no, good interviews, what... though. You know, you know, I've worked out the problem. Go on. We set the bar too high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're no, probably no, it's right. Not the bar. The bar, no, the bar's right, but the quality we want for the bar yeah, yeah, is higher yeah. than the bar. You're right. We won't just do it for the sake of getting it done. Yeah. Yeah. But... But I think we miss out on some things because we worry too much about making the quality triple yeah, A. I think you're right, actually, yeah. What we're yeah. aiming for. Yep, yep. Damn. 
Because if we, because I watch some stuff today, and I go like, this is stuff that we used to feel we would have done, except, oh, but yeah. they're just I do that doing all the time. it. Yeah, they just pump it out. Yes. I watched somebody's YouTube channel the other day. I mentioned this offline. I was watching songs you didn't know were covers. And I was getting irritated because I knew 90% of them were covers. Yes. And I'd, yes. I don't know why that irritates me. Like, if anything, I should have felt really smart and smug, but I didn't. I was just annoyed. But the problem um, is you're not the audience for that video. No, I'm definitely not the audience yeah. for it. And in fact, the thing that irritated me the most, though, was this guy. He's sitting at a piano keyboard. He's clearly a musician, and he's a handsome young guy. He's probably 25. Mm-hmm. He's watching somebody else's YouTube list of songs you didn't know are covers, and he's mm-hmm. just commenting on it. Yep. It's not even original content. That's he's that. just responding to someone else's content. Well, when did that become a thing? Essentially, that's also what we're doing, just without watching their video. <laughs> yeah, you're right, actually. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair, fair. Like, because to bring us back is we're about to talk about. Aubrey Plaza on a mm. news article. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks to Bonapetite.com for this one. So what um, happened? I... So Aubrey Plaza uh, is in a commercial mm-hmm. for milk, right? So sponsored by the Dairy Commission okay. um, to try to get people to stop drinking artisan milks, i.e. And drink real milk. And drink real milk, yeah. And um, now I don't really give a shit what she does professionally and I don't give a shit who the milk lobby puts in their ads. Um, I don't drink milk, but only because the, I like the enzymes to break it down and it makes me really sick when you, I drink it. You'd drink milk if you could. 100%. And I love milk everything great. milk is made with cheese and ice cream and all of that. <laughs> um, I have to have soy because my, my body is old and, and, and fragile now. Mm-hmm. Um, but this ad makes fun of people who don't drink cow's milk. Um, yep. And it's a fake ad for a fake milk called wood milk. And uh, she basically said, if it's not from a cow, it's basically wood. Um, and people are really offended. They're what? really offended because they think she's making fun of them, which I guess she is. But speaking what? as one of those people, like, if 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 that's what's ruining your day, if you wake up in the morning and go, oh, Audrey Plaza doesn't think I'm cool because I don't drink cow's milk. Then you've got a pretty good life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If that's the worst thing that's happened to you today. Yeah. First world problems. Well, I guess making fun, but there's, there's always been a joke. He's like, how do you milk a, uh, like, how do you milk a, a bean. soybean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It's... yeah. Yeah. I told you, didn't I, about the, um, the children's milk product that I made an ad for in um, Vietnam that... Later on, yeah. we were told we legally couldn't call it milk. Milk, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is just sugar and water. Yeah. First, first, there were so many changes. First, we were told we couldn't say it contained all the nutrients of milk, so we had to remove that line. Then we had to remove, in fact, not remove, reshoot. We we had a guy in a in a lab coat, and we had to remove that and refilm it with just him in a jacket because uh, although we didn't specif- specifically say it, we still strongly implied he was a doctor or a scientist. <laughs> yes. And so we, we had to make it clear that he was neither. And then eventually we ended up having to even bring the, the singer back in and re-record the jingle um, because the drink the jingle was, what milk are you drinking? And we had to change it to just, what are you drinking? Because it, we couldn't <laughs> legally call it milk. <laughs> yeah, well- yeah. I think it, the people getting upset about this, like, think about it. You shouldn't be calling it, like, soy milk and stuff because it's not milk. It's a, it's a substitute 
for milk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I, th- I think the one I have is called soy drink anyway. But I mean, you don't drink it. You just put it in your coffee. Yeah, it's a mixer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I-, I think if you're so... You're so fragile about the milk that you drink that somebody saying that your milk isn't real milk and then you getting genuinely angry about it, as you say, then maybe maybe you need to have thicker skin. Yeah. Well, not just thicker skin, just maybe reevaluate your life. You've like... Your priorities, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, okay. fair. That's the number one thing that you're upset about, then yeah. That's yeah. a good thing. If that's the worst thing in your life... Yeah, I mean, I don't want a victim blame. Of course, if people if people feel that they're being misrepresented in in media and advertising and television, I I guess you know, power to them for complaining about bluey fat shaming and Audrey Plaza milk shaming. But uh, um, if 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 you're attracted to um to Miss Plaza, you should give this give this out a watch though. She's um you know she's looking good. She's looking good. She's getting wood chips poured all over her face. I don't think there's any other way she can look. No, I don't know. It's just a, I don't know. She's fun in a weird yeah. way. I have a feeling she'd keep you on your toes. She'd keep you interested. You wouldn't break up with her. You'd just date her until she eventually broke up with she you. Got bo- until she got bored of you and she moved yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's generally speaking, that's been my, my dating history anyway. <laughs> but uh, I think specifically with Aubrey, I, I don't know who she dates in Hollywood, but I, I imagine she's had her fair share of the Hollywood gents. And but she I, just I discards also doubt them when she's she, she's dating someone that goes to work nine to five and yeah can't yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Can't. oh she's certainly not dating anyone who works from home in their pajamas that's for sure yeah so I'm probably yeah. not on the short list no <laughs> <laughs> um somebody else who goes uh, on a lot of dates uh, with a lot of Hollywood gentlemen um is Taylor Swift now I don't know a whole lot about Taylor Swift other than the she's... only thing I know about it is if you date her and then break up with her, you're going to get an album written. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And also, um, if you smack her on the bum, you will get sued, but it's only for $1. So if you're willing to do that... I thought it was a more of a... A little pinch? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, fair enough. I shouldn't shouldn't play that down, actually. I I think it was more of a... A grab. A a cup. An upskirting, too. He was copping a feel. Yeah, 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 true. A $1 feel. Yeah. Well, the thing is... that was just yeah. That I don't think she was charging a dollar. I think <laughs> no, no, no. Just, uh... proving a point. No, no, for <laughs> yes. sure, for sure. Yeah, no, and and I, I don't want to make fun of that kind of thing. She obviously felt, uh, you know, that well, she you needed do see to... it when you go to conventions that people do, even though they're oh, paying yeah. for a photo, they do feel they're sort of entitled a bit more to a than what they are. So, or man, I do the getting at conventions like when people are just getting a photo of a cosplayer, and it's oh, I'm now yeah. going to basically grope you, and it's sort of like yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're wearing silver tights. You must want my hand on your bum. Yeah. Yeah. People are the worst. But yeah. what's Taylor Swift doing? Um, well, she's just um, she's just doing a concert as as she is wont to do as a well, that's how as they a make touring money, musician. Really, yeah, correct. It? Yeah, as far as I know. Um, and uh, she was down in Florida, and um, we should have a jingle for Florida news. Really, I mean, every week we're talking yeah, about that shit way. that goes down in Florida. Yeah, America's wang. Um, uh, spotlights above the concert because that's kind of you know how pop pop and rock stars do their lighting setup. Um, ever calls to the cops from local Florida residents who um, re- reporting UFOs. Not joking. Reports of UFOs 
from the spotlights of a Taylor Swift concert. They didn't maybe take a bit more of a look and just go, oh, it's a light? Mm. <laughs> straight to UFO. No, no. <laughs> yeah, straight to UFO and then straight to the police. Now, leaving hey, aside the fact, I'm gonna say what the are the cops going to do? I'm No, I'm saying this is a good thing that they called the cops because mm. it is Florida. What they could have done was seen the UFOs and then just started shooting at them. Yeah, true, true. We had a neighbour once when we lived uh, in Newtown who came to us in the middle of the night banging on our door saying, there's a UFO outside, we need to drive up into the hills and hide. Um, and we went out onto the balcony and we're like, I think that's a blimp, dude. I think that's a, that's a blimp. And they're, they're okay. Um, also, with the drive up to the hills and hide, I'm sorry, if there's an alien invasion <laughs> and we're going to be wiped out... Take yeah. me out to begin with. Like the same yeah. as I said for any apocalypse, I want to oh, be yeah. in the first wave. I don't totally. want to go to the mountains and try and learn to farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not only that, but there's if, if aliens are smart enough to come light years through far <laughs> off galaxies to, to find our Earth, they're, they're they... not going to check the woods? <laughs> But the, even if they couldn't, like, I'm not even going to have Google to what no, crop, no. crop rotations are. Oh, yeah. We'll be dead anyway. We might as well be dead from a laser blast than from starvation <laughs> three days later. Yeah, true. Or true. dysentery, which will somehow happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or somehow we'll have starvation and dysentery. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, okay, so I'm looking at one of the videos. So... So on a video to it is I could sort of see why they it's UFO like okay it's it's a light shining off the cloud and it sort of does look like could possibly look like an object through the clouds but it's a stretch yeah I, I'm looking at this one too and yeah I mean that looks cool and mysterious and if you were standing next to me and we saw this I'd say hey doesn't that look like a UFO and you might go <laughs> yeah it totally does. And then we just get on with our lives. <laughs> what we wouldn't yeah. do is run for the phone to call the police in a panic. Yes. Oh, God. Yep. So no, we're going to have to work out something for Florida. Yeah. We, very easily we could just come up with a story from Florida each week. Definitely. They're a special breed down there. I've only been there once and I enjoyed it, but that's because I went to... Disneyland, Universal Studios, and TGI Fridays. Mm. So I don't think I really oh, went to Fridays. Florida. I love it. It's a great... It's a great... I don't know what it is about it. It's the, place, it's the last place I had a great steak. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I was in Melbourne. The, the one in Melbourne I think is now shut, but it was the last place I've been to that... I It's a, a memorable steak that just came out perfectly cooked. Mm. There, there is a TGI Fridays near me, but it is not. No, it is fine, but it's, it's fine. not memorable. Yeah, no, I remember because we went there when Matt and Jenna were over, and we went there. It was, it wasn't bad. It was nice, but yeah, yeah, it was, it's absolutely uh, fine. But so I'm yeah, not remembering not... your steak and starting to water at the mouth. So look, I'm a, we're on the New York Post for uh, for this article, and um, mm-hmm. I know it's not the most reputable of of news sources. Um, but I did see this. I did see this in the sidebar, and I, I do feel. I mean, maybe we'll have to play the sex toy news jingle uh, here. But mm-hmm. um, the leading um, adult, adult toy manufacturer in Britain has said that the um, the top three 
requests for look like sex dolls uh, oh, for Meghan Markle, Kate Middleton, and Princess Diana. Oh, mm. I, I sort of understand sort of the first two. The third one's the one where I'm a bit. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a bit wrong to. Yeah, it's, it's wrong yeah. to ask for a sex doll of anyone who doesn't consent to getting one made. But when you start to go down the, the already bed, dead. Mm. Yeah. I mean, where does that stop? Could you get one of? Uh, could you get a, a sex doll of Marilyn Monroe? Is that weird? I I think it still would be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she certainly hasn't consented to it, has she? Exactly. She hasn't commissioned it. Yeah, yeah. I can I can also see Meghan Markle above Kate Middleton, and this could just be my prejudice, but I feel she's kind of put herself out there as a sex symbol in one way or another. Again. If she hasn't consent to it, it's still wrong. No, no, but... I think she was, but then she's rolled that back. Okay, yeah. So in suits, she was. Yes, sure. And then they got married, and then, remember, we're not allowed to talk or look at them because they don't want to be special anymore. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Leave us alone. <laughs> um, I still need to see that South Park episode. Cause... Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I've just seen and that like, clip. I've... And it just sounds so accurate. Because, like, yeah. he, went on, he went on and televised... Uh, an interview with his psychiatrist to sit down oh, and talk God. about stuff. And we're like, that is not you trying to get away from yeah. that life. His book came out during that time too. Yeah. I know because I bought it for my wife. <laughs> 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 so she could find out just how much he doesn't want to be looked at and listened to. Yeah, I, I yeah, don't, I don't understand it. When, when I was a kid, just to swing this back, when I was a kid in the 80s, I thought Princess Diana was the most beautiful woman in the world. But I wasn't sexually attracted to her. I just thought she was the absolute epitome of, like, class. You know, well, she you always had perfect hair, perfect, perfect hair, diamonds. She dressed perfectly, and then yeah. she was also doing a lot of charity work, and that's yeah. the side that you would have seen of her. That's right, yeah. Child, like a- and it was the 80s, too. I mean, her look has certainly dated... And we don't have a modern version of her to compare to. But if you'd asked me at age five or six, like, who the most beautiful woman in the world, I would have said Lady Diana for sure. Um, But I don't. Yeah, of course. When you're five, it's, it's, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I I can't imagine. I mean, I I, I can't imagine fantasizing about her, let alone spending the money (laughs) to get... A, a sex doll made to look like a Megan Markle. I, I, I don't know. In my imagination, I can I can see that happening. I can see me being at a low enough point that I'm like, <laughs> fuck it. Look now, now I'm really hoping that that these are just requests they're getting. I'm pretty sure they're not making them. They are correct. Yeah. So they they're actually saying that they they have a, a essentially a, a line of decency and taste that they won't yes. cross. And yes. um, and the royals are, are on that. Are on well, that line. I think just any. They can have requests of like a certain style, but not uh, make it look like this. Like yeah, person. like I'd like blonde, blue eyes, small. Yeah, body. I, I like think sending in a picture stuff. of your ex and saying, "Can you make this?" is is creepy, no matter how you spin it. Yes. Yeah, Actually, unless these aren't are... as expensive as I thought they'd be. Did like sex dolls used to be up like the six to like eight no, thousand? One grand, a thousand bucks. Wow. Oh, you can rent them. What? $750 for a three-day play. Ugh. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. There is no amount of cleaning you could <laughs> No. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. 
oh, that's... All right, we need to move on to something else because I think even our listeners will be disgusted by that. I also like how they say these are incredibly lifelike, but I'm, I'm looking at these pictures here and, and they're really not, so you're not, you're not missing out. Okay, yeah, move on. I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little creeped out now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched some movies this week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I know you've seen one. I'm going to ask you if you've seen the other. Uh, and if Stripe? you haven't, I'm going to yes, recommend it. Stripes is a great movie. <laughs> same era, same era. So a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about war games. I can't remember yes. why. I think we might have just been talking about modems and we got onto the topic of war games. Possibly, yep. Don't ask can't me. I remember. can't remember. But I decided to uh, to rewatch it this week, and then I decided to also watch some other films in a little curated film festival, the, the, the genre of which I can only describe as Cold War movies for kids, which is a genre exclusive mm-hmm. to the 80s, right? Yes. Where you could have adventure movies for kids about the Cold War. Yep. And and these are, these are pretty hardcore, like war games... Um, in the first scene, uh, a young Michael Madsen pulls a gun on on his commanding officer because he won't turn the key and set off the nuke. Um, and they don't know it's a it's a training drill. They think it's the real thing, and he can't bring himself to do it, which is why they decide to automate it with computers. Except they don't when Matthew Broderick accidentally hacks in. And yeah. plays tic-tac-toe. Yeah, that's right. Um, this is a great movie. There is some bad computer science in it, but it's certainly not bad enough to ruin the movie. Look, and and unfortunately with movies about computers, there has to be bad science because the real science is very boring. Oh, yeah. And especially in this era, home computers are very new. Most of these computers are just mainframes in this movie. And there is nothing interesting about looking at a mainframe. No. They don't have monitors. <laughs> like, there's not even... And at one point, he turns on, and he's, he's got, a, like, a text-to-voice device in his room that I question for, <laughs> for this for the early 80s that just says everything that comes out on screen perfectly legibly. I'm like, okay, fair enough. But then that becomes the voice of that computer, no matter what room they're in, in what building, for the rest of the film. So uh, you no, just no, have to take uh, it... No. That that I would say because even when we got like Windows three point one, you could make it talk. Yeah, this is before Windows three point one. Yeah, but there was one voice. It wasn't yeah. like today where and you can make it multiple. True. There was the voice. And to be fair, it is that voice. It's that exact voice you're thinking of. So yeah, yeah. That, I, I give them that. I give them that. Yeah. Um, the other movie that I watched this week is called Cloak and Dagger. Have you seen okay. this? It stars the boy from ET, right? And it is about a little kid who loves role-playing games, video games, board games, and LARPs, and he always talks about them like they're real life. Okay. And so when he accidentally stumbles upon a real government conspiracy, no one believes him because they think yeah. it's just a game. Yeah. And this is... I, I watched it as a kid, and I haven't watched it. This was only the second time I ever saw it this week. This is the quintessential kid's action 80s adventure movie you've got to watch this Uh, anyone who likes this genre has to watch this and it has some bad science in it but it is absolutely fine the only thing that will annoy you that annoyed me part of the conceit is that there's secret plans hidden in an atari cartridge right um and and don't ask how it gets on there um 
he takes it to a hacker who opens up the cartridge, looks at this additional data that's in the cartridge and goes, wow, a real professional put this data in there. So just leave this all aside. <laughs> the bit that will annoy you is that everyone refers to it as a tape. Let me see that tape. Because I think the writers had a cursory knowledge of how video game machines worked and yep. how computer games worked, and they just call this thing a tape. tape. The entire. At one point, a little kid refers to it as a cartridge because clearly that kid actually had seen one before and knew what it was. <laughs> and he was probably off script. He was probably, yeah. oh, I'm not saying tape. I know what this fucking thing is. So there's only one movie that I think is like the ultimate like Cold War movie, and that's Rocky Four. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Which yeah, it's just it's just complete propaganda. That yeah, movie, yeah. especially at the end where it's like Rocky actually wins, but then he goes, "No, we need to work together," and they hug, and yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, and that would have come out. Number four would have come out by the later eighties, where things were kind of getting patched up, and they really just were trying to get everyone on board. It would have been yeah, just um, that's Dolph Lundgren, right? Eighty-five, yeah, yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Oh, okay, so it's earlier in the 80s, I thought. Still a few years before the end of the... And Dolph Lundgren is not... And I'm just looking now. I didn't know this off the top of my head. He's not actually even Russian. He is from Sweden. He is definitely not Russian. (laughs) But even in the movie, they're making out like that... Because, like, Rocky's just training, like, pushing tyres and pulling cars and stuff. But Dolph Lundgren, they've got him... Like they're injecting him with stuff, and oh, interesting! And they've got state-of-the-art technology, and they're pushing him <laughs> and pushing him. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah As it turned out, the... when that Iron Curtain came down, we didn't really see a lot of cool technology, did we? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of smoke and no fire. We saw a lot of hungry people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. God, the Rockies. I haven't seen these i do want to sit down and watch the rocky movies again like honestly rocky 4 is probably the one i i don't like because Mm -hmm. it is just pure propaganda it is just which is the one with apollo is that number three apollo creed is one and and two one and two three and three so okay because you gotta remember what's the one where they hug on the beach in the end in slow motion i think that's two yeah, I think that's because, the one I've seen the most, and I think I saw that first, before so, even the first Rocky. Spoilers for the Rocky movies. In the first movie, Rocky fights Apollo but loses. That's right. In the first, yeah. second movie, he fights Apollo and wins. Mm. And in the third one, Apollo Creed fights Mr. T and gets killed, and then Rocky oh, fights Mr. Yes. T. <laughs> right, yeah. As Mr. T, or does he have his own character? Uh, he's got his own character, but he might as well have just been Mr. T. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was no reason. Oh, yeah. Even everything he's in, because nobody's... Clubber, oh, Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang, yeah. Because, I mean, just thinking back to the A-team, I, no one said B.A. Baracus. Everyone just said Mr. T. T, yes. What a great what a great icon of the 80s, though. Yeah. And then, and then we went on to that. And then we went on to five, which... It was a bit more serious, I think, where it's when he's oh, training yeah, someone to sort of that. replace him. Oh, sure. Was there yeah. a six? Yes, there, yes was. there was. But it was years later, and it wasn't called it was Rocky, Rocky Six. It was just called Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't bad, but it was that Rocky becomes the mentor. And then they they doubled down on that when they started doing the Creed 
I've heard they have good movies. I've seen the first one. It's excellent. Yeah. Uh, and I've heard they, they get better, and there's a third one now. Yeah, I heard like I heard people talk about the second one, and the second one, if, if Schwarzenegger was going to get an Academy Award... Right, yeah. That yeah. was his type. Like, Best Supporting Actor, Creed Two was the movie, mm. but he's never going to get one. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Um, the guy who stars as the young Creed, he directs them now. He just directed the third one. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, We've really got been really down the rabbit hole, but Sylvester Stallone, he's had, like, a very strange career. Man, I... Uh, so, I, I recently watched a movie of his called The Italian Stallion that you may have heard of. Is that the so, porn... Yeah, although it's really not porn. It's uh, there's a lot of nudity, um, but there's no there's no sex because you know they renamed that movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, was originally called it was called the party at whoever his character's names was his house. Right? Yeah, on, let me, and this is Italian his first ever Stallion. movie. Yeah, and apparently, apparently he, the story goes according to him. The story goes he. He was so down on his luck that he had to party at Kitty and Studs. That's it. Um, he had to sell his dog, right, to get mm-hmm. money to eat, right? So he's living on the streets. He has to sell his dog. Someone offers him 200 bucks to come and be in this skin flick. He does it, takes the 200 bucks, and goes back and buys his dog back off the guy he sold it to. So it's quite a sweet story if, if it's true. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so it, he just... It's basically, I think they, sh- they shot it in an afternoon. Uh, it's basically just this kind of studly dude and, and his his hot girlfriend have a and bunch of people over to their house um, and all get naked. Uh, I think they just happened, smoke a bunch and of weed. They instantly changed that to Italian Stallion to go, look what, yeah. who we've got. But do you know he like he wrote Rocky? He wrote yeah. his movies. Like he, yeah. He's done all of They're that. his movies, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think part of that too was that he tr- was shopping the script around and people were like, oh, yeah, great script. Uh, here's some money. Go away and we'll make it. And he's like, no, no, I also want to star in this. And they're mm. like, nah, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't he... know, man. In the 80s, I loved this guy. And 90s as well. Like, I even I... like his shit movies. Like, Stop on My Mum Will Shoot was my favourite movie of, like, 1991 or whatever that like was. I like him today. Yeah, yeah, same. Like, he's still making good movies today. And even like his terrible mood, like not like Escape Plan, which I is him. I saw that one. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Shit! Why didn't I watch that? Is that recent? That's yeah. It's not, it's not that long ago. It's like in the last ten years. Yeah. Okay. No, I, uh, I consider like, that even then they're sort of fun. Yeah. I totally. Did, I did read an article about him recently, and he said there's one person he regrets not meeting. Oh, who's that? Um, he got a note when he was at an award show, and it was from Charlie Chaplin. What? And he goes, hey, loved whatever movie it was, like, like to meet you sometime. And Charlie young, Chaplin Charlie wrote Chaplin. a note goes, to Sylvester Stallone. That's great. And, and then he goes, oh, like, there's plenty of time. And then six months later, he died. But oh, like, yeah. yeah, right. Okay, so Chaplin died in, like, 77. So that would have had to be when, just when Rocky came out. Yeah. So it must have been Rocky, yeah. It must have been oh, Rocky wow. to go, hey, love this. And then, yeah. Huh. Okay, Escape Plan is exactly 10 years old. Yeah. Yep. Based on Stephen King's short story, 1408. It's a prison movie? Yes. 
So he plays a person who goes into prisons and is able to escape and then basically goes to prison and goes, this is how I escaped. This is how I did it. And then gets put into a prison that is unescapable and okay. meets Schwarzenegger and I have been... And Schwarzenegger is a real prisoner? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. I would watch yeah, this. It's, 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 yeah, it's... it's I just watched it again the other day just because it's just a nice... It's a good movie just to have on in the background while I'm playing the game. It's a... Yeah, 100%. Well, I'll put that on my list. Put Cloak and Dagger on your list. Cloak I'm and Dagger. serious. This is not just one that you can ignore. This is a great movie. You will love it. And also, I've got, I've got to admit, I choked up at the end. I choked up. I got teary. And I wanted to call my dad. Like, this is a just a... If, if you were a boy in the 80s and you had a dad... This is this, this is, is the a one. movie you'll love. Yeah. All right. Cloak and like, Dagger. Because the whole thing is he's he's lost his mum. His dad's trying his best, but his dad just doesn't understand him. And and um, he's got this imaginary friend who's a spy. And then eventually he realizes he doesn't need the imaginary friend because his dad's the real hero in his life. But like, not in a trite way. In a fucking yeah. in a, in a eighties Cold War adventure movie way. <laughs> All right. Looking into it now. Yeah. Can I stream it? Now that I don't know, because I didn't try. Available on Apple, maybe. But sometimes it's hard to know if it's available on Apple and yeah, or, or just to stream, yeah. or you can buy it here. I wish they would. Yeah, work Prime that did that too. Yeah. I'm already paying for 20 streaming services. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Why am I? <laughs> why am I paying for for this one thing? And it's always something so obscure. It's like, okay, I've just happened to want to watch Fiddler on the Roof today. Why do I have to pay $9? (laughs) Um, Speaking of movies, have you seen Mario yet? I have not, and I was... I've been umming and ahhing about this. When it first Mm. came out, I went, yeah, I'll go see it. And then I found out it was going to be animated. I went, why would I go see it? And then I saw the first trailer, Mm -hmm. laughed a couple of times, and went, I'm okay. going to have to go see this, and then ended up on the, I can't be bothered, because it's a kid's movie. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've heard mixed reviews, and well, no, I haven't. I've only read bad reviews. Everyone everyone is saying how, how bad this movie is. However, mm. it's the highest grossing video game adaptation of all time now. Which was always going to be, because... This is straight on a kid's movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, a lot of the other adaptations, they're not designed for kids. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 um, I listened to one podcast and the guy was like, look, all you people out there ranting about how this isn't a good movie because for some reason you thought this was going to be a, a gritty remake, a hard-hitting, <laughs> edgy... He's like, it's not that. Don't expect it to be that. But... If you've got a son who's 12 and also likes Mario and you liked Mario when you were 12 and you don't enjoy this, well, then you went in with the wrong frame of mind. Yeah. So I, I'm going to watch it eventually. In fact, I, I saw that it was on the torrents and, and went to have a look and then realized that they're, they're still very low quality uh, pirates. Look, this, this is going to be on streaming very quickly. Don't, yeah, look, I'll pop it to, on. You don't have to wait long for stuff to hit yeah. streaming services these days no, exactly for new right. movies. Yeah. Old movies are harder. New movies... It's within six months normally. But one thing that I learned this week that answers a lot of questions that we've asked in the past about why Chris Pratt doesn't do an accent. And of course we've we've discussed how about if you if you got 
Chris Pratt and you've paid the money for Chris Pratt. You want him to sound like Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yes. Evidently, he assumed he was going to do the accent. And on oh. day one, he arrived going, uh, okay, yeah, let's do this. And they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I'm doing a voice. I'm going to do the Mario. And they're like, please, God, please Stop never that. do that again. <laughs> yeah. It's a me, a Mario. It. Yeah, it's a me, a Chris Pratt. <laughs> and uh, they were like, no, absolutely not. We'd. We do not want you to do that. And he's like, you yeah. sure? I'll start. And, you know, and he's, he did a couple of the lines in it. And they're like, no, please, no. please, please do your real voice. Just do just do your voice. We hired you, not yeah. y- your voice acting skills. Yeah. Who else is in it? There's other people that are. Oh, it's Charlie Day's Charlie in this Day, too, right? Um, yeah, again. Seth Rogen, um, Jack Black. Mm. Oh, shit. Jack Black's in it. Yeah, he's oh, we've got to talk. We've got, we got to talk about something Jack Black's in in a minute, too. Um. But we, I won't go ahead. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I will watch this. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not going to go to the movies to see it. No, no, no. I am thinking about going to the movies as soon as we finish recording today. Okay. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Guardians? Guardians. Which yes. is weird. But normally, with this is where Marvel's really sort of dropped off for me. When the movies used to come out, it mm-hmm. was like first couple of days yep. you thought i seeing the advanced screening the day before and you and i time... were in america when guardians 2 came out and we yep. dropped everything and went to it yeah. and we, in fact we saw it in 4d but now the marvel movies i haven't seen the new ant-man i haven't seen no, neither but guardians which is the one that i'm most looking forward to mm-hmm. been out for a week still haven't seen it here in good yeah, things look. oh here's one thing i need to talk about it people parents are complaining of course they are. Go on. What so, are they complaining so about? It's got a PG-13 rating in America, which is in Australia, it's like an M15 rating. Yep. Parents are complaining because they're taking their children. Mm-hmm. Go on. And it's I see. Too... I, bef- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. It's and it's too... not. And it's not for kids. And it's not for kids. And they're yeah. going. But the if only there was some way they could have known in advance. <laughs> they're going. Well, if it was like this, it shouldn't be PG. You should have made it an R because it does deal with like animal cruelty and stuff like this okay, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But it's still, a, to me, it's probably still a PG. But that's the whole thing. It's like yeah, the G you, is for guidance. The P yes. is for you, parents. Yes. The whole idea oh, about God. it is, is you should really be going first. Yeah, and then you make a decision. Yes, this is yes. appropriate. That's for what. Your it, child. That's what that's for. It's. It's either you, as a parent, know your kid is already mature enough to watch that, mm-hmm. or you have seen it yourself and have deemed it appropriate. Don't uh, we don't have go, censorship for this reason. It's be, we have the rating system. Timmy, who's 10 years old, and he <laughs> yeah. got scared about it when it's, it says yeah. not for him. I mean... I, the second one was pretty scary too. Like I think a, a little kid, even without any animal cruelty, it was still some dark themes yeah, with no, the I dad think, and. I, yeah, I think with this one, it goes into like Rocket's sort of origin story a little bit. Oh shit! And okay. you got to think like they took a raccoon and yeah, and injected implants. Oh, yeah, well. it's just sort of it just annoys me that yeah people yeah. are out there complaining and so sort of like well no there was a yeah. warning. You chose to <laughs> yeah, no, no it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're upset about it. Maybe pay attention to that and not Yeah. It's funny too because we always talk about how our oh, kids' movies were really hardcore in the eighties. They weren't. We just watched movies that weren't for kids. <laughs> like, like my favourite movie in the eighties was Robocop. It exactly. was rated a hard R. <laughs> it was a hard R. <laughs> not you this recommended. 
Restricted. Like, no children allowed. The way he took gets turned into Robocop, he has oh, his fuck me. arms and legs shot off with shotguns. Yeah. The guy that gets the toxic waste poured on him and starts saying, kill me, and then gets run over. Fuck. It was, <laughs> was rated R for a reason. Yes. We fucking loved it. Had everything kids wanted. Toxic you know, Avenger. That was another one I loved. Do you know... Harder. When I, when I was in hospital and I got my sort of... I was able to get like a wish. I got a television mm-hmm. video and I got some oh, movies. Yeah. And I wanted Robocop Terminator and all this stuff there. Going, y- we can't give you these movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. They're fine yeah. for you. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Your parents knew you. They knew what yep. you'd already seen. They knew that you knew the difference between cartoon violence and real violence. Yep. And so they made that decision. Yes. Yeah. I remember I was working in uh, HMV, which doesn't exist anymore, no. DVD shop, when uh, they remastered Robocop, the whole thing, and brought him out in a box set. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'd made this stand with him, and I was so happy that they'd come out. And this really old man was like, oh, are these good movies? And I, I was like, man, these are the best movies. They're so good. He's like, for kids? And I, <laughs> I loved them when I was a kid, mate. And then I was straightening some shelves, and I saw him leave the counter with an armful of these um, box sets and give me a thumbs up. And I was like, huh? He was like, for me grandkids. I'm like, oh, fuck me. I'm, I've gotten this guy in trouble. He's, he's... So. Oh. I, I, just, I just need to call something that you just said. Mm-hmm. You just said HMV was a DVD store. Mm-hmm. I think we go back to it being a CD store. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was a CD. It was Start in fact music. Yes, Top Dog for Music was the slogan, and then it became Top Dog for Music and DVDs when they started mm-hmm. selling just as many DVDs as, as yeah. CDs. And then when people started uh, streaming instead, uh, they shut down because they yeah, couldn't stay open anymore. Do you know yeah. um, the the um, Sanity, mm. which is sort of like the Successors to HMV, yep. those stores finally just shut down. Did they? Yeah. So Sanity stores scattered. They're gone. The parent company of Sanity actually bought out the last few HMVs and shut them and mm-hmm. and merged them with Sanity. Um, so as part of me f- feels glad that they're finally they're finally gone out of business because we that was the reason we all lost our jobs when we were twenty. <laughs> no, that oh, wasn't the reason. No, it wasn't the only reason. No. It's uh, technology. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and okay. also, but I don't know, for some reason, JB Hi-Fi can still stay in business and they still have CDs somehow. Yeah, but that's, that's not their, that they have them and they're mm. a sort of, and they're at a good price, but they're not what keeps them in business. They do make yeah. money from them, but it's not the business. I uh, I think there's a gap, right, in the technology. So it went straight from buying a CD Mm-hmm. Straight to streaming with nothing in between, right? I I had this idea at the time because our whole thing was in like the very late nineties, mostly the early two thousands, was making our own mixed CDs, right? By mm-hmm. downloading like LimeWire torrenting. Yes, and there was never a legal way to do that until like no. buying songs for a dollar from from iTunes. But that was much later. Yes, I suggested once when I was still working at HMV. You should be able to pick the songs on the CD you're buying. You should be able to just walk in off the street, and it's instead of thirty dollars for an album, it's thirty dollars for ten songs. You can pick any there fucking was, ten songs, and we will burn you that CD, and you take it away and go home. There was also a thing that they were looking at doing for the the that in that sort of space. So, so remember hiring 
DVD. Like the pain yeah. of it was always returning. So even when they got those yes. red boxes that you could be at the shops and hire something, you had to return. They were looking at making this degradable DVDs. So you <laughs> get a DVD and it printed yeah. out the movie on it, and it was good for three uses. And then yeah, right. Stop working. Then it would just so you, yeah. So then you don't have to worry about the returning. Re- yeah, like, bringing it, it back. Um, yeah, watch it and I'm done. That's so funny. Well, I remember when Netflix first started, it was a, you had to return. I still have I, some DVDs I was meant to return. Do you? So I never signed up. Matt did. You did. Um, so funny. Yeah, I don't think they'll even... What What have you got? Do you, do you remember what you have from them that you've still I got? I have a couple of Macross DVDs. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's like... I had a I had library books out from the Warragamba Library when it closed down, and I was just like, where do I return these to now? And so yeah, I just had this Ned Kelly book in my bookshelf for years. I, with... never returned, I don't know where it is. I never returned it. They never really sent me anything. They go, hey, where is it? And then they just sort of moved over to streaming and then forgot yeah. about Australia. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised is... it even came to Australia. One thing I need to start think. I think we need to start thinking about, as as the world needs to start thinking about, is... When do we get to a stage where people don't have to work and it's okay? We look at future utopias. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's just technology that does everything yeah. and yeah. you don't have to work. When does how do you tra- mm. how do we transition to that? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Okay, so I I'm 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 going to try not to sound like a communist, but Karl Marx and Engels when they wrote the Communist Manifesto, their whole thing was not that everyone works all the time, but that everyone takes on part of the work so that half the time we can just relax. Mm. Like that there are actually, you know, there's unemployment and there's all that stuff. So what it should be doing, rather than some people have full-time jobs and some people are unemployed, it should be everyone gets paid the same and everyone only works three-day weeks. Mm. And you job share. Everyone job shares, essentially. And so... so that that makes... That would... Unfortunately, that would have something that could have worked made sense back then when everything... Yeah, Industrial was... Revolution era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that doesn't work because you can't have Joe Blow, oh, this week you're going to be in IT working on this new program <laughs> and doing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I think you still you still need to specialise to a point. It was, yeah, you know... But, but yeah, like the, the utopias, where, where's the transition and who gets the transition first? Yeah. True. I think the rich are already there. Um do you think that will transition around the time we all have to start wearing the same thing as well? Because anytime yeah. I see the future, everyone's got the onesie, you yeah. know? When, when, when do we vote so easy. That? You don't, and your colour onesie is based on your class or like it's, yeah. you don't even have to think about what colour to wear. This is it. And That'll hurt you more than anyone else because you'll be like, can I get a, like a tartan one and can I have one leg a different colour to the other? I'd actually probably be okay with it. Mm. I'll be the first yeah, one to it. adopt it. And, and so you've got to worry about that. It's going to be based off me. Oh, I had to tell you this. And I'm going to tell you this without giving any details. Not not that there's anything uh, anything classified or questionable in this. But um, you know when you see signs and you're like, someone did something dumb, so that sign has to be there? Like the whole cruise control, hot coffee, that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. Someone hurt themselves or did the wrong thing and now there has to be a sign there that says don't do that. So yeah. I I was involved in a certain uh thing that happened an incident. I wasn't involved in the incident, but I I'm the I 
do all the graphic design where I work. So I yep. now had to add in to the style guide for the agency that I work in, no occult symbols or imagery depicting witchcraft <laughs> is allowed. <laughs> because someone made a presentation deck with occult symbols and uh, and, and an overall theme of, of witchcraft... So, um, so it wasn't that they just picked a symbol that happened to match. This was a, a choice. For... Yeah. So um, it started off in a good place. I, I think that the talk they were giving or something was called the magic of medicine or something like that, right? And so somebody, some rogue designer went, oh, I'll make this a bit magic-y. Who's magic? Oh, it could be, like, be Harry Potter-ish. Oh, what is Harry Potter? Oh. Okay, dark arts, all right, wizardry. Okay, I'm Googling. Okay, what are these oh. old symbols? Okay, these look cool. These look like they something they might be in Harry Potter. Or so. I'll put, I'll just put this uh, pentacle here on the cover of this. Uh, See, <laughs> just up, just above the government logo here. Yeah. See, starting off with like Harry Potter, fine. Yeah, yeah. Then you went the next step, mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. is a problem. People always escalate. Yeah, yeah. So, so I actually had a had a ticket lodged this week that I had to go in and change the, the bylaws to say no occult imagery. <laughs> and people in the future are going to be like, well, duh, why is this here? It's there because somebody did it. It's yes. there because somebody tried to put occult imagery. Any warning you see is for something stupid because someone's done it. Yeah. It's always yeah. the case. Yeah. Speaking of stupid things people are trying to do, uh, Luke, you teased you teased something coming up in the after party. Um, let's yes. head over there now, uh, oh, listeners. If you I want to join you were us, say there. stupid things that people do is you can join us in the after party. <laughs> that too, that'd be a perfectly good segue. Also, Patreon.com forward slash multiple nerdgasm. Um, sign up, and um, if not, the journey ends here. But uh, if you want to hear about some Cleopatra news, yeah, topical. Okay, <laughs> could you get? A blow-up doll of Cleopatra. Find out in the after party. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.